Maybe you've noticed air quality alerts when checking the weather forecasts in the past, but smoky conditions from wildfires in Canada have made air pollution in Akron impossible to ignore this summer. I'm Keith. And I'm Riss. For this edition of the Akron Mirror, we've looked into what the air quality index means and how to stay safe when Mother Nature is trying to kill you. Yeah, um, so we're here with Sam Rubens, the administrator of the Akron Regional Air Quality Management District. Can you tell us a little bit about... Oh, how do you say the acronym? Arachnid. Okay, I was wondering. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Everybody says it sounds like a spider. Yeah, it's it like does. arachnid, but with yeah. an M, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Gotcha. So we've been around, uh, we actually started in 1948. A bunch of people died over a weekend, Halloween weekend down in Denora, which if you go to Pittsburgh yeah. and go a little bit south and east, back towards Ohio, south and west, I guess, back towards Ohio, there's a little bitty town and... There was an air quality inversion. They were putting a lot of pollutants into the air, and a lot of people got sick, and a lot of people died. It was the worst air pollution incident in the U.S. Really? And so this topic or this incident put air quality into the news. Yeah. And so we had a smoke abatement committee formed, and that just sort of progressed itself. In 1965, we became part of the health department. 1970, the EPA was formed, and here we are today. Interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. <laughs> yeah, especially because um, EPA was started because of the Cuyahoga River fire. So kind of like two major events that kicked off environmental things happened right. in the Midwest. Yeah. Go us? Go us. Yeah, I don't <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So then, okay, can you tell us a little bit about the air quality index? Sure. So... As part of the Clean Air Act in 1970, yeah. they said there are pollutants that have health effects, mm. that anybody exposed to a level of this will have a health effect. Mm. Okay. So those six pollutants are carbon monoxide, sulfur dioxide, oxides of nitrogen, lead, particulate matter, and ozone. Because each pollutant has a different standard set, the idea is that if I come up and say to the just anybody, hey, there's 13 micrograms of particulate matter in the air. Yeah. Nobody's mm-hmm. going to know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Not and they'll all. look at me like I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I say the air quality is good, mm-hmm. it's moderate, That's that makes sense to people. Mm-hmm. So the EPA put this together, mm-hmm. and the standard, the level at which people are harmed, mm-hmm. is equal to 101 on the air quality index. Okay. So... That's the beginning of the orange category. Okay. If it's below the standard, air quality is okay to breathe, mm-hmm. and they've broken it into either good or moderate. Mm-hmm. Right. Once you get above the standard, there's unhealthy for sensitive groups, which is orange. Yeah. The idea is that sensitive groups are people that are either experiencing chronic illness, elderly, young, or people with respiratory or cardiovascular problems. So the idea is, yeah, those those sensitive groups, though, may start to experience problems. That's mm-hmm. what the orange unhealthy for sensitive groups is. If you advance past that, which unfortunately we just did, mm-hmm. to the next category is red is unhealthy. Mm-hmm. So that's all people are going to be more likely to have problems mm-hmm. or experience issues. People in sensitive groups are going to have much more likely to, you know, they're, they're likelihood goes way up yeah and then when you get very unhealthy and then hazardous it just keeps going that way Mm. i guess i want to jump to a question that i saw sort of thrown around during this you know serious issue that we had Mm -hmm. uh recently 
this these numbers about like well if you're outside for eight or ten hours yeah. a day it's like you just smoked four cigarettes and, and right. I was kind of wondering is that accurate like do you have any idea how that sort of little parable or whatever is put together <laughs> I don't I know I saw it on the news mm-hmm. yeah. I've I, I kind of interpolated it for mm-hmm. our event. Yeah. So the New York, the story I saw was from New York okay. at the beginning of June. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They said if you were outside, the air quality index was over 400. It was like smoking six packs of cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Ours was half of that, so I interpolated to about half. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but the idea is when you inhale cigarette smoke, mm-hmm. you're inhaling a lot of particulate matter. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the quantity that's inhaled can be measured by people other than me. Yeah. And that's the idea. They can okay. measure that quantity and relate that to the quantity that's in the air that normal people or that you would breathe during normal activity. Gotcha. And when you're talking about particulate matter, because I was looking it up and pollen is considered a particular matter, but not like the yeah. grains are too big to be on a measurement of it. So what is particulate yeah. matter? So particulate matter is anything when we're talking about PM. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So historically, the way we've measured PM Mm -hmm. was from the 70s into the 80s was total suspended particulate. Anything that could get trapped onto a filter at a certain flow rate would get weighed and measured. If that was a feather, a spider that got stuck there, whatever, (laughs) that was part of TSP, total suspended particulate. In 1987, the research, you know, progresses, life life moves on we start mm. to do more health studies yeah. we started looking at size fractionation mm-hmm. so the idea is pm10 will make it into the top quadrant of our lungs okay. or top third of our lungs we'll breathe it in some of it will get trapped in our mucous membranes in our mouth and breathe back out but pm10 makes it in the top quadrant or mm-hmm. third it has a little bit of a resonance time and then it's mostly breathed back out From 1987 to 1997, that's what we based the standard on. In 1997, we identified PM 2.5, so two and a half microns. And to put that into context, when you go to your house and you slap the upholstered furniture in the sunlight Mm -hmm. and you see the little glittery dust come up, that's PM 2.5. Okay. That's how little the stuff is. You can't okay. see it with the naked eye. No. But you're seeing the glittery effect in the sun. Yeah. So that's kind of the same. That stuff makes it into the middle of our lungs mm-hmm. and can have a residence time. Mm-hmm. And residence time means it stays there. Okay. It can actually react with the water, the, the humidity inside of our lungs, mm-hmm. and dissolve and make it into our bloodstream. Oh, so okay. those chemicals, they're chemical particles you know they're, they're made up of chemical stuff yeah and the majority of them are sulfates usually around here they're ammonium sulfate mm-hmm. ammonium nitrate um there's soil particles mm-hmm. you know like dust mm-hmm. there's environmental and organic carbon so soot that's what we're worried about this week right but yeah. organic and environmental carbon so all of those different things make up fine particulate matter there's another size fraction that's PM1, which is one micron. That can actually penetrate through the lining of your lung and get into your blood as a solid. Okay. So we're concerned about that one, but it's not a standard at this point. We okay. don't have a, an ambient air quality standard. Gotcha. Okay. But to your question about pollen, yeah. pollen gets into our body, yeah. but they're 
10, 50, 100 microns across. Okay. So like a grass pollen, a ragweed pollen, they're pretty big. Mm-hmm. Pine pollen are big. Some of the little molds can be smaller, mm-hmm. but generally the, the, the pollens are a lot bigger than the stuff. So they get trapped in our mucous membrane, initiate a biologic response. Right. Your immunoglobulin goes up, da 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 Yeah. But it's not a chemical exposure kind of deal. So the ones that you're concerned with the most are the smallest yes. because of the fact that they can get into in, the bloodstream and things like that. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then, so that's particulate matter. Mm-hmm. For ozone, yeah. ozone operates differently. Okay. So particulate matter, it can get dissolved, da 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 Yeah. Ozone is actually a gas. It's mm-hmm. a secondary pollutant, so nothing emits ozone hmm. into the atmosphere. Like carbon monoxide Right. We all know where that comes from. It's mm-hmm. incomplete combustion. Yeah. It's directly emitted. Ozone is a secondary thing. So we worry about volatile organic compounds and oxides of nitrogen. Those mm-hmm. two things mix in the air with the UV light, mm-hmm. break the chemical bonds, da 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 magic happens, and you get ozone. Ozone, when we breathe it in at high concentrations, is kind of, it's well, it is, it's an oxidizer. And it irritates the lining of the lungs Mm. okay so it's not but analogous to getting a sunburn inside of your lungs Mm. nothing you want right no i don't think (laughs) because the you know you get your skin irritated when you get out in the sun Mm -hmm. yeah same idea inside of your lungs that surface is irritated because it's technically burned yeah and what type of situations cause ozone was uh that not what we were experiencing through because of the wildfires this summer. So the fires were particulate matter. Okay. Okay. The hard part was there was this three-day event mm-hmm. of the particulate matter when it was so smoky and right. hazy and you couldn't see, you couldn't breathe, it was stunk, mm-hmm. yeah. all that stuff. Unfortunately, during one of those days, we also had a high ozone day. Oh. So the answer was still the same: stay inside, please. Right. right. And that's the key with the air quality index: yeah. is that it's a please. This is information for everybody to use to make informed decisions about their own health and Mm -hmm. activity. Okay. We're not telling everybody to stay inside. Mm -hmm. We're saying you might want to if you have these pre-existing conditions. Mm -hmm. With ozone, it's from those two pollutants being emitted. Mm -hmm. So volatile organics are gasoline, painting, Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff that puts those VOCs into the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. NOx is from diesel traffic. Okay. The the exhaust from diesel trucks or diesel equipment, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. those two things get into the atmosphere to make it. So they're two separate events. Okay. Um, And actually yesterday we had a high ozone day. I saw that too, yeah. Yeah. So they they happen all through the summer. Usually the the big three are though, are Mm -hmm. the the NOx, VOCs, and UV light from sun. Um, those usually happen on hot days, mm-hmm. but it's not the heat that's creating it. Yeah. It's the so you, sunlight. You like, okay. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. I understand right. now the correlation. Because there's been studies done like Memphis. There's mm-hmm. a friend down in Memphis did a study yeah. and they're hot. Yeah. They hundred degrees plus yeah, for yeah. long stretches, but they don't have the ozone we do. Okay. Because they don't have the diesel traffic. Hmm. They still have the population. Right. Mm-hmm. But they have high humidity. Okay. And the results of his study were saying that the water droplets in the air, yeah. mm-hmm. because it's so stinking humid, yeah. mm-hmm. would refract the UV, lessening its intensity. Okay. So it wouldn't make 
the ozone. Doesn't create the ozone. Yeah. yeah. I was wondering about that too with weather. Can that, if and when, it sounds like it's going to be when we have another smoky wildfire type situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that there's some rain coming through. Will that help clear the air? So for particulate matter, rain helps. Okay. Mm-hmm. For ozone and for particulate matter, it's much more the wind. Okay. Mm-hmm. That we have two kinds of mixing mm-hmm. in atmosphere. There's vertical mixing, so the ground heats up, the the air packet that's heated mm-hmm. rises and hits the cooler air, and then it drops. Right. So you get a vertical mix. Yeah. There's also the horizontal. Mm-hmm. So that's what we were really waiting on with the smoke event, yeah. <laughs> was waiting for that horizontal wind that to, wind to, to shift, because we had we had an interesting weather system that created that. Okay. Yeah. So the fire is up are hundreds of miles away. Yeah. Right. They're way up north from us. Mm-hmm. But because there was a low pressure system that rotates counterclockwise over Ontario, mm-hmm. yeah. it was doing this number, mm-hmm. and there was a high pressure system over Minnesota area mm-hmm. that was doing this number mm-hmm. that was funneling everything our way. Okay. So it was two... Gotcha, they're just shooting all that stuff straight was, down. Yeah, yeah, it really created a pipeline. So from Iowa to us just got inundated with smoke yeah. because those two systems, once they moved through, mm-hmm. the winds shifted around and life was better, better for us. Right. Yes. <laughs> because that's the downside. And it of, went somewhere else. Huh? Right. That's yeah. the downside of forest fires. It, it's like sitting around a campfire. Yeah. If I'm getting it in the face, you guys are fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if the wind shifts, one of you guys is going to get it in the face mm-hmm. and I'm going to be fine. Yeah. yeah. It's not a zero sum game. Yeah. Somebody's always going to be harmed. Yeah. And that's one of the uh, things I was wondering. You know, people make fires in their house, mm-hmm. some like regularly all winter. You know, people have campfires and things like that. And these were presumably trees and the things that you would burn in a fireplace or in mm-hmm. a, you know, fire pit. Why? Did it smell so bad, and why did it hurt? <laughs> yes. Um, you know, if it's the same, if it's just wood burning. So a little bit of two reasons. Mm-hmm. Okay. One is that the smoke itself, we were just talking as chemical compounds, yeah. that over hundreds of miles, mm-hmm. chemical reactions happen. Okay. So there was a little bit of difference. If I've got a campfire, it's three feet in front of me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is hundreds of miles. Mm-hmm. So fresh smoke versus aged oh, smoke okay. yeah. kind of is one reason. The second is that it wasn't just trees burning. Mm-hmm. It was everything was burning. Yeah. Anything that was in, in that path. fire. Yeah. Like you think about the, the, the tragedy out in Paradise a few years back mm-hmm. where it took out an entire town. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The houses weren't just made of wood. Right, they had right. TVs and beds and furniture, everything yeah. that all that burned. Cars mm-hmm. Everything burned, so all that stuff was getting into the smoke. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just wood smoke. So then what do you, because I guess we're kind of um, maybe culprits of this. When we start our fire, we usually use, like, spare cardboard and paper and things like that. Is that still considered clean? So that's kindling. Okay, that's, kindling is okay yeah, to use the to kindling, start it still, though. Right, you wouldn't use a mattress as kindling. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And that's the big push is, yeah. We can use little stuff, yeah. but the fire itself should be clean season firewood. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I guess I was wondering, like, when these events happen, um, what would you advise people to do at, say, you know, we get back up to around the levels that we were at um, from the wildfires uh, with regard to their own 
selves and homes and even pets. Sure. So I've got two for kids, mm-hmm. okay. and yeah, we keep an eye on them <laughs> as best we can. <laughs> that um, so when the air quality gets above 101, the or into the orange category, mm-hmm. we publicize this. We have a website, uh, and just go to the Summit County Public Health website and mm-hmm. check, click on air quality, mm-hmm. and we have an air quality index page. It's updated twice a day. Mm-hmm. Um, for our region, we use our monitors. Yeah, You could go anytime to airnow.gov. The public can go there. It's a free website. You could get the app on your phone, mm-hmm. check it whenever. Um, and that's, our, that's updated every hour mm-hmm. with the most updated data. The... We do a phone line in the morning and afternoon as well, mm-hmm. to, so people can call in 330-375-2545 and hear our dulcet tones <laughs> <laughs> twice a day. Um, all that kind of stuff. That's ways we're trying to put the information out to the public. Mm-hmm. When, they, when the air quality goes up to that orange level, maybe think about, if you're one of those sensitive groups, mm-hmm. think about reducing your outdoor activity. Mm-hmm. We get there a hand. So this year's anomalous. Mm-hmm. This is ridiculous air quality. Mm-hmm. Normally speaking, we have a handful of orange days. Mm-hmm. They're not very common. We've got great air quality in the Summit, Medina, and Portage County re- region. Mm-hmm. We measure for attainment prior to this year. We measure for attainment. We we are well under the standard. We're doing great. Okay. Cool. Because we're part of the Cleveland MSA for. Uh, metropolitan statistical area for ozone mm-hmm. we actually are in non-attainment for ozone lake county east of cleveland mm-hmm. has high ozone mm-hmm. so we're participating in their mm-hmm. measurements they're mm-hmm. dragging us into their ozone warning area. yes mm-hmm. so that's why we're in non-attainment for ozone okay, okay. but the air that we are breathing mm-hmm. is good normally good cool. okay but when we get those orange days like I said, if you're in a sensitive group, eh, think about modifying activity. Mm-hmm. If it gets higher than that, which it usually doesn't, mm-hmm. but this last few weeks it has, we recommend that everybody start to limit. When it gets into that hazardous, mm-hmm. like I was calling my neighbors. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Because wow. she's 84. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, hey, you might want to stay inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, please do. But that's the idea is check on your neighbors, check on your parents, check on your the people that are elderly. Don't send the kid to a baseball game, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, it to play. Mm-hmm. Because all that running, all that jumping around, all that stuff, you're breathing deeply. Mm-hmm. When there's mm-hmm. high levels of pollution in the air, mm-hmm. you don't want that stuff deep in your lungs. Mm-hmm. Can you take the dogs for a walk? You can. Mm-hmm. It, it's okay. I mean, especially if the dogs are like mine and kind of annoying <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when they don't get their walks. Yeah. Yeah. But if... You don't have to. Mm-hmm. Don't go outside. Like mm-hmm. that day that it smelled, Wednesday. Yeah. So if you can avoid that, mm-hmm. do. Yeah. The people that work outside, mm-hmm. they don't really have that opportunity. You know, they yeah. have to be out in it. Mm-hmm. And masks were helpful mm-hmm. to help reduce some of the stuff they were breathing in. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we it's it's a guidance. Yeah. Is it and are the same masks that many of us use? For COVID stuff, uh, useful? No. Okay. Those were more for breathing out to protect oh, okay. you from, if I had COVID, right. it would trap my 
stuff. Okay. The N95s, the white ones that are form-fit, look like a little cup. Yeah. yeah. Those are what you would want to use. Gotcha. And because I've got a beard, it wouldn't do me any good. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the idea is those would help mm-hmm. because they're designed to trap particles. Okay. okay. What would be some things that you would recommend for people to do, you know, with their housing situation or or, or whatever to help mitigate that and stay safe and uh, feeling all right? Sure. So on normal days, mm-hmm. open the windows, do whatever you want. It's mm-hmm. a, you know, like I said, majority of our time, we've got great air quality. Mm-hmm. Okay. Enjoy mm-hmm. Northeast Ohio. It's a great place to live. Yeah. And so... On the anomalous days like we had last week, mm-hmm. close your windows. Mm-hmm. Don't go outside. If you can, if you have an air conditioner, you can run it mm-hmm. because it's not bringing in fresh air. Mm. Okay. If it's in a winter time, and you have to run the furnace, that's going to bring fresh air into the house. Okay. That's part of the the system, the way the process works. It's combusting shooting that combustion air out the chimney mm-hmm. and it has to bring in fresh air to make okay. up. Okay. So it's actually would be bringing in fresh air. You can turn your fur- air conditioners. Some of them have that, like your car mm-hmm. has that uh, recirculating yeah. versus right. fresh air. Turn your cars and if you have that on your AC, turn that to the the recirculating. Okay. Because then it'll just keep recirculating the air that's inside your house, not bringing in fresh. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Because the fresh air outside uh, last week was pretty rough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you seem to, you said that the date, like middle of the day, seems to be kind of often the worst. I so, think, sort of. Yeah. So with particulate matter, mm-hmm. it's any time. Okay. Because it's an air mass with smoke in it. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. It can happen at any time, gotcha. depending on where it's coming from and what's going on. Yeah. With ozone, it is dependent on the UV mm-hmm. because it's not put out into the air Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it'll be created during the day but as soon as the sun starts to go down the ozone level starts to drop like seven eight o'clock they'll start to drop so that three to eight o'clock is when the ozone highest or ozone levels are going to be at their highest okay if that makes sense. so if you (laughs) want to take a walk you might want to do it first thing in the morning or like pretty late kind of deal yeah avoid high yeah in the morning is the best because the majority of stuff hasn't it's not hot yet mm-hmm. yeah the pollutants haven't cooked up mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff cooking up pollutants huh? yep <laughs> new cooking show yes <laughs> thanks so much uh for joining us sam we really appreciate it yeah no my pleasure thanks for having me this is a lot of fun remember you can check your current air quality uh, at airnow.gov or by downloading the app epa air now This is the Akron Mirror, a podcast from the Akron Summit County Public Library. If you have any questions, librarians like us are happy to take your call at 330-643-9000. We'll be back in two weeks. Mm -hmm.